welcome uh, to Unconventional Episode 9. Uh, as you can probably tell already, this week is going to be a little different because yeah. of the old COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try things a little differently. Uh, <laughs> both Kelsey and I are in two separate locations, so we're trying to do this weird kind of recording. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. All right, but we did want to still get together and share what we've learned and just have that discussion about last week's sermon from Jim, who did a phenomenal job. Oh, yeah. So before we really get into it, uh, I'm just going to give a quick recap. So Jim really focused on Romans 7 to 8, and he talks yeah. about um, the rule of law in marriage is that you will be with that one person, and then if you cheat, you're an adulterer, right? Um, and then people who were, the Jews took this really, really seriously because um, they focused on the fact that it wasn't so much on the relationship with God, but on the rules. And that, yeah, I think that was also, sorry, I think that was also like Jim's overarching um, message that week, too. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, and then he moved on to say how that way of living is not intended for us. Um, and this idea that we had to, you were good person you were a good jew you were a good christian if you followed the rules was put to death from jesus's death and that this sacrificial death was to introduce us to a relationship oriented life with jesus not a rule oriented life so we move into chapter eight which talks about how we lived under the rule of being afraid and again it's this whole idea of rule oriented that if we broke the rules we'd be condemned but that was never the intention we were intended to live in a relationship with god where our quantity and quality of life is that we live and we live under that regime. So he then kind of talked about how the old way is like getting stuck in traffic. You get really frustrated because you can't get anywhere, you know, and so you're just kind of waiting for at some point to kind of get through the thick of it, but it never seems to come. But that God created a highway such as the 407 for all my Canadian friends uh, and paid for us to take it, which means that's a free highway that we can use anytime and there's no traffic on it. Yeah, what I loved about that analogy was um, how we, uh, how Jim essentially was saying how Jesus, Jesus is telling us, what are you waiting for? This is the way I made for you. Go take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, continuing on from there, uh, he goes into how the law that it was meant can't do what the law, life with Jesus can do. So the life that Jesus has carved for us is a rich life where we are no longer an enemy of God, but their child, an Mm -hmm. heir to the kingdom of heaven. God doesn't want to give us another set of rules. They're going to come live with us and in us. And again, that's that difference between having a rule-oriented life and a relationship-oriented life. Mm -hmm. We are called to live like Jesus. So then he gets into a really tough question, which is actually the title of the episode, which is, what do you want? Uh, what, What does Jesus need to give us? So church makes it seem like we should not be asking God for things in our life. Um, but Jesus is asking what we need in our relationship with him. And God wants a connection with us. It's already there. Um, why would God ever cut that relationship off in any way? And the reality is, is that no one can. The highway's free, clear, and paid for. Go live it. Who's going to stop that? Um, so we lived in a box of rules, but God has a life they want to give us. We are invited into this, what is going to separate that. It's really just trying to get our minds wrapped around it and accepting that we do have a relationship with God and that 
whatever we do, nothing is going to have God ever say, well, I'm done. Like, that's not it at all. God is continuously going to chase after us, which is yeah. pretty sweet. Um, the rules are nothing. You know, they're just, that's not the reason you're in the relationship. And it shouldn't be the reason you're in the relationship is because of the rules. Um, height nor depth can stop you. You may see yourself as far from God, but you are still on their road. Um, God's going to put things in the way and we may put things in the way. And sometimes God's going to want us to take those things off. And if God puts something in the way, it's to help us become greater and better and more um, in love with them because we understand that challenges and stuff make us greater and that the storms we weather make us greater. Um, so, and that the hindrances that we encounter are never going to be necessarily ill intent. Like we, ill intent hindrances are ourselves or other things that we let kind of dictate our relationship with God. Yeah. Um, and so God wants to give us a life and pour back out to others in love. That is what they want to shape in us. The pathway God wants us to go in is love. And then finally, Jim concluded that God's love for us has nothing to do with what we do for God. So that's pretty much the recap is very much this focus on we used to be very invested in having a rule oriented life, but that isn't the case anymore. That was never actually the case. It's actually about having a relationship oriented life with yeah. God. Um, one of the things he did share with too was um, uh, the note that I have down here is that Jesus doesn't want to give us another set of rules. He wants to live with us and in us, right? And like walk with us in, in our path, uh, mm -hmm. like through faith and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, there was so much good stuff there that Jim shared and said. Uh, and now we are going to move into the next portion, which is biggest takeaway. So, Christian, what was the biggest takeaway that you learned from that night? What really, really stood out to you? Well, for me, it, it was that one point, that last point I just said, where um, Jesus doesn't want to give us another set of rules. He wants us to live with us and walk with us and, like, have a relationship with us. Um just because with the way I feel it, depending on like how you came into faith, if you were raised in faith or if you um, were introduced to it uh, later on in life, um, there's a sense that like, there's a sense that you get sometimes depending on like what groups you kind of surround yourselves in is to like, Oh, if you do X uh, X amount of things, and if you do this kind of thing, you're a good Christian, right? Like the whole idea of, oh, if I uh, if I do essentially like if you do like Christian community service, you're a good Christian, mm -hmm. right? But then like yeah. when you look at what Jesus is saying, it's like no, 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 no. I don't like do those because it'll just make you a good person, but mm -hmm. like. I love you, or I want to be with you, so mm -hmm. ergo, I just want to have a relationship with you, I want to see you grow, I want uh, I want to see you develop as the best person that I know you to be, right? Mm hmm Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's just such a good point, and I think even we as Christians struggle with that mentality of it's really about the relationship, not about the rules, because exactly. we have been raised in environments where the rules are so significant. And I, I bring it back to what um, 
Stephen Burns said in the last quarter about how we expect punishment as well. And so oh, this yeah. idea that when we when we disobey the rules, when we don't follow them, we await punishment. And I don't think people realize how severe that can be in our relationship with God, because we do tend to kind of go inward and almost kind of shun God from the bad decisions that we've made or the mistakes mm-hmm. that we've made. And we've become so consumed with waiting for the punishment and stuff rather than actually just, you know, kind of pursuing and leading more into the relationship, right? And so I think rules rules can really cause a division in our relationship with God that we don't necessarily realize. It's a little funny, too, because our society is essentially built up on rules where it's like, Mm -hmm. you need to follow this thing or you're not a good citizen of the city uh, or you're just not a good person. So, like, you need to do this thing. Mm -hmm. Break the rules it's expected you get punished, right? So, yeah. like, uh, like it's essentially, it's like we take that, uh, we took that sentiment over into our faith, where it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, I sinned, so I just need to wait for God to, to like, punish me. And then it's all, like, not like it's all good or anything, but, like, I just want to, like, like, I want to be punished so that I know that I did something wrong, right? Mm-hmm. But that's not what, the relationship with God is about. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, for sure. Uh, I think the and biggest... Like, uh, sorry, one more thing. Like, uh, just because, like, with the way Jim opened the session that uh, that week, too, like, mm-hmm. he was, like, uh, he just said, God loves you, plain and simple, right? Like, mm-hmm. that was one thing that he carried over. And... That was also super powerful to me too. I just mm-hmm. felt. Yeah. And like, and, think... Jim, and Jim said it in the on Sunday night too, where he was like, "Yeah, um, it's all kind of repetitive at this, uh, but like, it's something that needs to be constantly said." Mm-hmm. Yeah. All good things. Um, I think for myself, what stood out to me was I really, really appreciated uh, Jim's little analogy with the highway. I thought that was a really good kind of visualization of understanding um, God's relationship for us and that difference between the rule-oriented and the Mm -hmm. relationship-oriented. Because, like, I understand relationship-oriented, and it's definitely something that I'm continuing to lean into and pursue more and really understand. But I think just having that reminder of like no one is going to be able to intervene with this relationship regardless of what they may try like it's always there it's always present and god and i we're tight okay (laughs) yeah yeah. and you know and that's and that's a relationship that can only flourish um especially when i allow it to i guess and God is always pursuing us, as we know, and mm-hmm. that we're the ones who tend to be a little bit more tentative, and we shouldn't be, but we are, because that's just how we're wired, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, just being so much more willing to like lean further into that and be reminded that nothing can separate, nothing can come in the way of God's and my relationship, and that mm-hmm. God is going to continuously fall in love with me more and pursue me more, and I'm like, oh... That's so nice. Yeah, I I just thought of a really kind of funny, cute, like another kind of analogy where um, it's like God, uh, like God and 
you or just like you and I and stuff like that. Like we each have two different parts of our magnet. Mm-hmm. It, they like magnets are attracted to each other, right? So like it's yes. like no matter how far we like stray, he will always be attracted to us, right? Like he will mm-hmm. always find his way back. Like he will always find his way to us, right? Or we'll always find our way back to him, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. So lot like lots of good stuff for you guys to definitely be able to take away from this. And I encourage you go listen to the sermon. We have it uploaded on Anchor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's on all of our normal streaming platforms. So go take a listen. But moving into the next thing, our episode, as I referenced earlier, is titled "What Do You Want?" Because Jim asked us that question. You know, knowing that God is pursuing us, knowing that God wants to give us what we need, do we actually know <laughs> what we want um, from God and in our relationship? And so I'm gonna lay that on you, Christian. Mm-hmm. What do you want? A lot of things, like um, yeah. like like that's a that's a that's a really heavy question, right? Like mm-hmm. in this kind of context, right? Um, mm-hmm. What does your spirit? Uh, what does your spirit seek? What do you need from this relationship from God? What can He provide? Mm-hmm. Right. I think but, first, what you got to do. Sorry to interrupt you, but want and need are two different things, right? Yes. So yeah. need is what. A lot of the times we don't actually recognize that we need in our life, um, but want is something a bit more. You can argue selfish almost in a way if you want. Yeah, I would say so too. What, right? And it can be a trivial thing, or it can be a really intense, crazy thing, right? And then I think Jesus coming in with giving us what we need through the more unexpected version of it. So yeah, I guess yeah. I am. Like, you could say like, oh uh, God, I want everybody but then he'll mm-hmm. go he'll turn it around and say like no what you need is love right like mm-hmm. something like that in some in some kind of vein like that mm-hmm. right so in my yeah that's i i don't think i can answer this with where i am right now just because um i feel like i'm in a, in a season of transition mm-hmm. and change and i think well, actually, I might be able to answer it partially, where I could say I feel like I need um, more more strength, not physically, but like just more mm-hmm. strength and um, openness to be able to accept what changes are to come. Mm-hmm. Like that could be one thing that I see myself kind of asking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's super. It it for me, it's really hard. Just oh, I I don't think I can nail it down to just one thing. No, I don't think it can like really nail down to one. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. It it is a very very hard question for sure. That's why I ask like, it. Like, oh. I feel like the funniest way to like respond to that kind of question is like, "What do you want?" It's like, "Oh, I just want to be with you." I mean, I, but also like, yeah, that is totally a legitimate answer mm-hmm. want to be with god which is actually a fantastic answer too but yes yeah and it's not a cop-out regardless of what people will say oh, yeah. it's not a cop-out answer <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um, because what you're, it's what your spirit seeks so yeah yeah it just takes us sometimes a little bit of a while to realize that but no for sure um i think for myself 
since I also am required to answer this question. <laughs> um, and I'm not avoiding it, I swear. For me, I'm in a season of waiting. And I've probably been in this season for a good while now. And it's, oh gosh, I don't like it at all. Like, <laughs> the idea of having to just sit and wait for something to happen is just like, no, 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 thank you. I want to go. I want to see what the next step is. I want to just move on to the next thing and just get going. And I understand that season of waiting is a growing period, right? It's yeah. transitioning it's to period. developing. It's a process, but it is annoying and aggravating in so many ways because you're like, okay, but when is the next thing going to happen? Am I, because you feel like you're ready, but you're probably not. Yeah, exactly. So patience, patience, patience is something that I definitely need more of since I tend to kind of look into the future and be like, all right, where's the next step? And God's like, Chelsea, I love you, but can you please chill for like the next it's year? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's essentially like God going, hey, 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 let me handle this for a sec. Like you don't need mm-hmm. to take, take on everything. Yeah. So that's been definitely a bit more of a challenge for sure. It's just being, being okay with the waiting. Um, but like, I do want the kind of more superficial things. Like I do want a partner in my life who I can be married to and be in relationship with and partnership and all the awesome stuff. You know, I want to have a successful career and be good at what I do and have joy in what I do and that kind of thing, you know, and those are the two most prominent ones for me right now. And yeah, like, those are things that I want. And God's like, I totally get that. Your next steps are going to happen. But patience. <laughs> like, we're, we're doing stuff. You know, take in stock of what you have. Enjoy your time right now and that kind of thing before we move you on to the next thing. And I'm like, well, okay. So, you know, if that's, and again, we go back to the whole God knows what you need, right? So mm-hmm. while you may necessarily want something, you know, God is going to eventually give you the desires of your heart, no problem. It just may not necessarily happen immediately when you want it exactly. to, right? It's something that you may have to work towards or grow into and that kind of stuff. So it's all it's all a lovely long process of things, which is always dandy. Yeah. It's like, there's just no rush. Like, I, mm-hmm. like when you look at it, like, it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> Put your faith in it mm-hmm for sure all right now on to the final part of our podcast episode which is how do we take this take what we've learned and apply it in the real world what are some practical ways we can use this knowledge? I am, i'm gonna give my my standard response of pray and talk to god because <laughs> that's that's exactly what you should be doing with this with mm-hmm. trying to figure out what you uh what your spirit needs or like what you what you what you think you need with this relationship with god that you're building together mm-hmm. right you can't um you can't just kind of take the baton and run you need to take your time with it and talk to god and let him guide you um mm-hmm. also read your bible uh also too, if let's say you hear something um from God, Ref- like, uh, what's the word? Like, defer to your to your community, like your circles. Absolutely. Yeah, right. So, like, you, mm-hmm. so you can get more insight on what you've heard, right? Mm-hmm. Just go walk blindly. Yes. I think yeah. for, yeah. I mean, what you said is smack dab on it. 
Um, but I would encourage all of you listening in to take time and sit down and ask yourself, what do I want? Um, and really kind of dwell on that question and see what comes as an answer to yourself. What, what do you want? Um, and if you're struggling to find an answer, like you said, Christian, sit and pray with God about it and really just mm-hmm. listen and lean into the spirit and see what they're telling you. Um, because sometimes you don't know what you want and that's fine. You know, and sometimes you need to just trust that God has the answer and lean into that knowledge and be okay with the unknown, which is terrifying in its own way for sure. Mm-hmm. But definitely, yeah, definitely take time and sit down and ask yourself, what do I want? And then kind of what do you want with your relationship with God as well? And where do yeah. you want to go with that? How do you want to grow in that? Where, where do you, like all that good stuff and just take some time out of your day even if, like even if you need to have a physical thing, mm-hmm. write it down. Make a list. Yeah. Make well, a wants and needs list yeah. while you're uh, while you're uh, taking your space and and dwelling on that question too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people will journal and stuff too, right? So, like you said, write it down. Do what is natural to you. Uh, how do you listen? And then just when you listen to the spirit pay attention to that so you can hear clearly and that kind of stuff so yeah yeah just sit down and take time and ask yourself what do i want and see what comes up because it's gonna be fun (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so but i think man that's that is it yeah that's pretty much it it's a little shorter it is that's totally fine. Yeah. And also, okay. we're really, really just testing this method out. We're both mm-hmm. on Skype and we're recording through the uh, this platform. So we just mm-hmm. had no idea if this was going to work. Um, yeah. We will keep in touch on our Facebook and our Instagram about mm-hmm. what's kind of going on with uh, young yeah. adults in the future, especially mm-hmm. with this whole season right now of um, self-isolation. Woo! Yeah, but also, don't take that as like, oh, I'm never gonna see see other people again. Like, mm-hmm. do a video call, talk to people. Like, just don't lock yourselves in your room for days. <laughs> yeah. And then there's there are plenty of things. There's plenty yes. of things you guys can do. Yes, community is by far more important. <laughs> like, there's so many things. Community is more important than ever, you guys. So I really encourage you to just lean into your friends and family. And if you can't actually see them, find a way to reach out and connect and stuff and just find creative ways to be able to share. We live in a digital age, so we have that benefit of technology to kind of help us through this, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, really lean into your friends, your community and into God during this time. And I know for some of us like it's it's scary because we've never been in through something like this before but we also know that god's got our backs and that we will come out of it okay right so have faith in that absolutely um young adults this sunday has been canceled so we're not meeting in person but we are not sure if we're going to do anything virtual yet that has not been decided we will keep you updated working on yeah keep you updated on our social media and stuff so you guys can know um, also, but yeah. Again, uh, sorry. Also, again, 
we are on YouTube. And then if you mm-hmm. do, it's on Spotify and on, on, and on Anchor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> yeah. So go and check us out. Yay! <laughs> Alrighty. So um, I guess that's us signing off today. Signing off. And we'll see you after all of this is over. Yes. And we're going to have a big party. Oh, yes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. Bye. Bye, guys.